This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and And now we have to go to all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Lincoln Z. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Here we are. That's right, the clueless Lincoln A to Z on Siren 107.3 FM. Uh, it's the last show of this present series, Series 2. I'm Paul Tyler, and on the other side of the desk is a man who's commoner than a swan on the Brayford. It's Johnny Hoare. Hello there. Hello. Uh, so, Johnny, push, push that big old button that's going to tell us what grid we're visiting this week. My name is Richard Mann. I don't live in Lincoln. I live in Nottingham. But I work in Lincoln, and I think Lincoln is flat. Look inside the tin. Pick, pick one grid out for us. W18. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. W18. Uh, that's right, we're uh, investigating W18 and what we do here on Lincoln A to Z. Well, 52 uh, strangers, Joe Public, they picked out 52 uh, random grid squares of the Lincoln A to Z map. Uh, and it's uh, Johnny and my job to uh, go along to there and make a program about each and every one. And we've got to get it all wrapped up before December 2014 because that's when we've got our exhibition on at the collection here in Lincoln. More about that later on. Uh, OK, now then, uh, Johnny, tell me more about W18 and the grid. What's inside it? OK, W18 is all the way out at Branston and it's the area including Branston Old Hall. So you've got Hall Lane, a little bit of Thacker's Lane, but it's dominated really by the Old Hall. OK, thank you very much. Uh, and if you know anything about Branston or any of our other 52 uh, randomly selected grids, uh, please get in contact with us. Uh, you can email us, lincolnatorz at sirenonline.co.uk. Uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook and we're on Twitter. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. And then there's our website. LincolnAtoZ.co.uk. Uh, but now, now it's time for Johnny and I to do what we do best, and that's turn up at a grid, talk about what we find. And as you'll hear, what we found is that if we wanted to fit in at all in our W18 grid, we'd have taken Johnny's dog Albert along with us. Um, so W18 uh, finds us uh, on, well, it was overcast when we set out, but I think the weather is certainly changeable. Uh, we really didn't know what to wear for this journey, for this journey whether to put the waterproofs on or our shorts. Uh, it's certainly warmed up now, but we find ourselves uh, in Branston, um, one of the places that, that's one of the satellite villages uh, around Lincoln that, uh, well, it, let's face it, they keep all the money out here, don't they? Uh, so a lot of it is taken up by, by, by Branston Hall, which is a hotel, a great venue for weddings uh, in, the, in the county. Uh, I've been to one there, and it was raucous. Uh, but we've parked ourselves up on a place called Waterwheel Lane. Uh, now, we're allowed down Waterwheel Lane, uh, according to the sign, as far as the waterwheel. It's a public footpath to the waterwheel only, uh, which I think the waterwheel itself might just be out of our grid. Uh, but hey, we're going to investigate it anyway. That's the kind of guys we are. So we just walked up to uh, a place called the Wheelhouse, and the thing is, to all intents and purposes, although we've seen a sign saying 
there's a right of way in there. It's it's, it's reasonably early on a Saturday morning, and it, it's it's basically somebody's house. And uh, although they may well you know enjoy uh, talking to people about about the wheel if there's a wheel there, <laughs> then uh, you know it's not something I want to be approaching someone about on a Saturday morning. And uh, and as we walk away, we've we've, we've walked down a well. A nice little footpath, a shrubbed area, and uh, we seem to have walked into a bit of a bog. Although, uh, although there's a bit of a disappointment of not seeing a water wheel here, um, I never wanted to be, or you know, you never want to turn this into uh, demanding rights of way through people's houses. And uh, and also there was a sign there talking about dogs, wasn't there? We were going to go through a gate and onto what was clearly somebody's driveway, and I could just imagine somebody releasing the hounds and <laughs> us having to run back again. So, yeah, no, I think it's probably best avoided that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the scenario in my mind played out like I would be pointing to a map saying, We've got right of way! <laughs> well, let's talk about those, uh, those stone walls uh, and the stone that's used throughout Branston because it's very distinctive. Uh, and one of, one of the things that, that attracts me. Uh, to this place is, is that feature and the style and it looks really really quite wonderful so uh, as as wonderful I think as when we went to uh, to Burton by Lincoln uh, but unlike Burton by Lincoln this place has shops and a pub so uh, what, what's your first impressions Johnny? Well that's a big plus obviously you know, I did notice when we came past here there was a quite a nice looking pub uh, and shop and also uh, like a little cafe it seemed as well which so we're here quite early at the moment probably a bit too early for the pub even for us but Maybe that cafe might serve, you know, bacon baps or something. So it's, it's winning a few brownie points on that for me. And another thing that adds to the, uh, the, the, the village uh, feel uh, is the, uh, well, endless army of dog walkers uh, we've seen this morning. Uh, the first dog walker we saw, uh, we saw seemingly lost a dog. Uh, she was uh, racing around, running out after it, and then uh, and the daft apeth uh, came running up and uh, and got back on again. But uh, you you can't move in Branston for dog walkers. Just at the uh, the top of Wheelhouse Lane, um, there's an idyllic brook place where we've uh, we've parked the bikes up, and uh, just next to there. Uh, within our grid just just within our grid um, is the birth really uh, a lot of young trees and the setting out uh, of an orchard and it's great to see you know, the, the, the start of it the start of the trees going you can see the way they've set it out uh, and here we have a map and a key um, so there are what apple trees uh, lots of different sty- types of apple trees as well looking through to uh, Cox's uh, the Kings all oh, the Kingston black <laughs> like I know things about that uh, but loads of different kinds of apple trees um, so this is going to be an apple orchard uh, in the, in the future, and it's a lovely little sign set up, and it's, it couldn't look any more idyllic, really. That's true, and the uh, the brook running through there. Oh, that, just hearing that sound, Johnny, brings me back to that that Saturday morning uh, we spent over over in Branston. And uh, another thing that uh, I don't think made the uh, the, the final cut uh, of the edit, probably because I waffled on about it too much on the day, uh, was the heritage trail that we uh, we stumbled across. Which I'm uh, over the next uh, next few weeks, I'm sure I'm going to be taking uh, my family to go and see uh, because uh, you can get yourself a little map uh, from the cafe that Johnny mentioned. And uh, we we did both. Well, let's face it, this whole thing has just been me. And you feeding up, filling our faces around uh, Lincoln and the surrounding areas. Uh, uh, let's give it a quick marks out of five for that uh, cafe in Branston. 
out of five. Oh, um, four, I think. Yeah, I'm, nice, I'm, nice I'm, breakfast. I'm going to say four. Yeah, so good value. Four. Uh, I'm going to say uh, four because you bought me. <laughs> you bought the breakfast. Brilliant. It was excellent value it for was, you. Wasn't yeah, it, it was yeah. super. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so you can pick uh, yourself up a Branston Heritage Trail through uh, from the cafe right in the centre of Branston. You can't miss it, and uh, you can go around and walk. And certainly in the grid we saw, there are these uh, well pictures and photos. But let's not give too much away of, uh, away about it because uh, you're going to want to set the kids off. It'll keep them quiet uh, for a little while. And also, there's a brilliant play park right in the centre of Branston too so there's your uh, there's your weekend sorted out if the kids are saying they're bored um okay and also um well dogs and dog walkers there was an awful lot of signs in branston wasn't there johnny about uh, dog fouling now we didn't see any any of that sort of around there it's not like newark road it's full of it and it, it, it there's lots and lots of signs saying don't let your dog foul here don't let your dog foul here so do you think it's a problem they've had or they you know i think somebody on the council has got a bit of a bee in the bonnet about it and has gone a, a little overboard i think i mean the, the fact that there was no you know, dog muck there mm-hmm. suggests that they're doing a good job of it. Yeah, and, the, uh, and we did see a lot of dog walkers. Oh man, we, we fell out of place, didn't we? We did. Uh, sooner or later, uh, Albert will be making your your um, greyhound. Is he greyhound? He's a greyhound. He's yeah, greyhound. Yeah. Of course he is. Yeah, I, I just think, I didn't think that because he's not grey. But I don't know why that'd think that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, sooner or later he will be making an appearance on Lincoln A to Z. I'm not sure how much you'll have to say about the uh, the matter, but uh, I'm really looking forward to that particular episode. Yeah, aren't you? he is the world's quietest dog, so it's probably not ideal for radio. But it's true. Yeah. But in, in my opinion. He's the world's best dog because of oh, absolutely. That. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Um, okay, now then, oh, the apple trees as well, Johnny. Uh, you, you've got something to uh, to bring to the fore of Lincoln A to Z around the uh, the apple tree and the orchard. Yeah, yeah. I was really impressed with the this brand new orchard that was just being laid out there, and alongside it, there was a, a list of all the different types of apples that were growing in this orchard, and yeah, I, we, I couldn't believe how many different ones there are. At that point, you were I remember you were paying a lot of attention to that sign, uh, and I was off um, play, playing in the water. <laughs> absolutely. So, and apparently, there, there are 7,500 varieties of apple in the no world. No way. There are, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I thought I'd test out your knowledge of those, because I, I know you're a big uh, fan of apples. I don't eat fruit. Do you not? Oh, do, well, that's a bit of a shame, because, um, well, you'll see in a minute what the prices are on this. <laughs> As we play... A question of apples. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Ooh, I've tense, got... It? it is, isn't it? Ooh. That's quite nice music, isn't it? Nice, mm. tense music. Well done. Um, right, so I've got ten uh, apple varieties listed here. Okay. Some of them are real, <laughs> Yeah. and some of them are not, okay? Okay. Now, for everyone you get right, I've got here in my bag... You've been shuffling around with this bag yeah. all the time I've, we've been I've here. I've got a load of apples. <laughs> I've only actually got about seven, so I'm hoping you don't get all of them right. Okay. Because, uh, because for every one you get right, you will win an apple. Okay? Brilliant, brilliant. So for a man who doesn't eat bag. apples, this is, I, I can't, I can't be beside myself. The stakes are incredibly yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so ready. Number one, mm-hmm. winter banana. <laughs> I mean, that's so ridiculous. I'm going to say it is an apple. It is indeed. That yes. is, oh, I'll, I'll give you a little ping, actually. Good, good. Okay. There you go. Hey! Uh, it's a, a Malus domestica apple with a banana-like flavour. Oh, Sounds oh, horrible. It does, yeah. Uh, right, number two, Millard Drexler. <laughs> that sounds like something you've made up. <laughs> You're right again, yeah. It's, uh, I think I made it up. He's actually a member of the board of directors of Apple Computers. <laughs> okay. There he is. So you've got you've got two apples. All right, I'm giving you your apples, actually. Okay, yeah, there we so go. There's Ooh, two man. apples there lined that, up on the desk. There you are. Very shiny oh, apples. Okay. I'll just drop one as well. Okay, number three. Okay. Hoary Morning. <laughs> Okay, your 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 full name is Johnny Hoare, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. And um, I'm going to say, <laughs> I know it's true. I'm going to say that's false. It's not an apple. <laughs> no, it's true. It's a, a yellow green cooking <laughs> apple, apparently. <laughs> so you don't get an apple on that one, I'm afraid. Okay. Right. So number four, Colm Meany. Uh, could you repeat that, please? Colm, C O L M, Meany. 
Um, I'm going to say that is an apple. I'm afraid not, no. Uh, he's an actor who appeared in the mediocre 2004 TV movie, Bad Apple. <laughs> See, I love the way you've done this. You've, I love the way you do things like I this. Thought like this. You, yeah. Even when they're not there, you've put an apple relationship. That's brilliant, Johnny. Brilliant. Right, number five. Yeah. Idler wheel. Idler wheel. That's idler wheel. Now, you see, now already I'm thinking this sounds like an American name now. This could be very much an American <laughs> name quiz. I'm going to say that's not an apple. You're going to say that is not an apple. You're really? right. Yeah, yeah. It's an album by Fiona Apple, the uh, US <laughs> singer songwriter. Number six. Have you got that album? Is it any good? Is she any good? I haven't. No, apple? no, no. Um, I think she's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's a bit eccentric, I think. Stuff, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Another apple in your line. You've got three apples. Three there, apples, yeah? okay. You're doing very, very well. Apples is apples. Number six. Lady's finger. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Uh, that's an apple. That is an apple. You're absolutely Yay. right. It's a mild, sharp cider apple. Oh. Number seven. Okay. Brown snout. <laughs> that's an apple. That yeah, is an yeah, apple, yeah, yeah. That okay. is a cider apple from Hertfordshire. All oh, right, okay. So, oh, so yeah, come on, get these, get these apples, apples, apples out of your bag. Them all the floor. This is a bad idea, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we okay, go. So, so you have now got five apples. Five apples. Oh, Great. Boy, all I can think is I've got to carry these home. Carry on. Right. Number eight. Nobby Russet. <laughs> okay, that is not an apple. No, I'm afraid it is an apple. No, it's not. It's a large green and yellow apple with an unusually warty and knobbly surface. Oh, right, okay. There you go. Okay, well, that's a good name. It is a very good name, isn't it? That's another apple. Oh, no, it's not. That's not no, no, apple, no, 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 no. Right, no. number nine. Mm-hmm. Wangler's flange. <laughs> it's truth. <laughs> <laughs> Wangler's flange. Uh, that, my friend, is an apple. <laughs> no, no, no. I made that up. I thought it sounded a bit rude. <laughs> so, no apple on that one. So, you've got... Five apples now. Five this, apples. Is, this is your last question, and it's okay. a big one. There's, there's something special at stake. <gasps> On my way here tonight, I popped into our corner shop, and they were doing these five for a quid. No way. It is a, a caramel marathon, as I okay. pedantically insist right, on calling it. Okay. okay, now that's good, but I don't eat nuts either. But anyway. Oh, dear. Okay. I know, I know. <laughs> well, I'll be taking all this home again tonight. <laughs> yeah, well. But anyway, forget that. <laughs> your apples are safe. Okay. Right? Your, nobody can take your apples away from you. Okay, okay. They cannot take them away okay. from you. Right. If they say they can, they're lying. But this is for the marathon. Okay. Uh, I can take it home. I can take it home for my wife, can't I? You can, yeah. I want want this now. Right. Okay. Is this an apple or not an apple, Jonathan? That's an apple. It is an apple. Yes. Is a sweet apple with a strong touch of acid and a tough but smooth skin, just like me. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Absolutely. You've got yourself a caramel oh, Snickers. Superb. Now. Thank you very much. Thanks. <laughs> uh, other uh, other nutty uh, bars are available, absolutely. but uh, I, I probably wouldn't bother. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot uk. Uh, now, as well as uh, Johnny and I peering over fences and talking into a microphone and trying not to look conspicuous, we also invite Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archive to describe the history of our selected grids. You've got two historical properties in Branston sharing the same grid square this week. In the top left-hand corner, there's a bit of Branston Hall Hotel. In fact, most of this grid square covers the parkland belonging to the hall. It's a grand Victorian pile in the Tudoresque style by the Victorian architect who went on to design Coote's Bank in London. It was built to be the home of the Leslie Melville family in 1886 and it's described at the time as a gentleman's moderate-sized country house. It was after the Leslie Melvilles left Branston Hall that it became a sanatorium that treated patients of all ages for illnesses like tuberculosis, a real killer in the early years of the 20th century. There are loads of memories shared online by some of the ex-patients who can remember convalescing at the hall, along with some more spooky encounters with residents long gone. After that, the hall was a hospital, then it became a retirement home, and then eventually transformed into the hotel we know today. 
What's not so well known is that this Victorian hall was predated by a much earlier hall. In the bottom right corner of the grid square, there's a building referred to as Branston Old Hall. Confusingly, the present building here was built after the Victorian Hall, when the original Old Hall burnt down in a fire of 1903, a fire which even the new steam fire engine brought over from Blankley couldn't put out. But this was where the original Branston Hall used to be. There's a story of a mysterious inscribed stone in the grounds, close to a small brick reservoir, which water passed through controlled with sluice gates, possibly to provide fresh spring water for the residents of the hall. The inscription on this stone has the title Anne's Spring, and it reads, Clear may thy waters ever flow, nor gusts of ruffling tempest know, pure and unsolid as the fair whose emblematic name you bear. The mystery is, who was this Anne? There are lots of wells and springs around the edges of the Lincoln Heath dedicated to female saints and deities. The origin for this one may be a little less spiritual, but no less romantic. Local legend suggests various contenders, including one of the Leslie Melville children who sadly died aged only nine in India. But perhaps the most likely candidate is Anne Casey. She was the illegitimate daughter of Sir Cecil Ray, Lord of the Manor of Branston in the 18th century. In his will of 1735, he left his Branston estate to Anne, who then married Lord Vere Barty, the first son of the Duke of Ancaster of Grimsthorpe Castle. She became Lady Vere Barty of Branston Hall, and there's evidence to show that the couple were devoted to each other. It's quite nice to think that this mysterious hidden stone was inscribed by a man in memory of his wife. Not far from the site of the old hall, which was rebuilt after the 1903 fire, is a building on Hall Lane with a plaque which explains how it used to be the Barty Arms public house. And so the Barty name lives on in Branston. But don't forget Anne, the woman who brought the Barty name to Branston in the first place, commemorated by a spring and a few lines on a stone, hidden away in the private gardens of her old home. Uh, there we go. And uh, Johnny and I, as always, uh, when the history is playing here in the studio, we always give ourselves a little pat on the back because it's a stroke of genius uh, getting Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire archives uh, involved with Lincoln A to Z. Just supplying that fact here about the uh, the steam engine there not being able to put out the fire from blank. It's just the, the little gems like that uh, that really make this all worthwhile. Lincoln A to Z. W18. And now we're going to play you uh, the second part of our grid visit to W18. And on paper, both Johnny and I were really looking forward to this grid visit, although it's a little far away. Uh, and it would have been great if only they'd have let us in. So, uh, W18 is our grid. Uh, a lot of it taken in sort of Branston Hall uh, and a place called Branston Old Hall, which is, is marked on the map, although the, the very tiny bit of internet research I've done, and I don't really like to do a lot of research before we come out on these visits, I like to just report what we find as we see it, um, partly through laziness, but partly through it wanting to be the impact of our journalistic style. <laughs> and <laughs> if you believe, very good. But we may be able to get uh, a look at it. There might be some, you know, public access to it. Uh, but walking around the outskirts... Uh, I don't think we've ever felt more like outsiders. There, uh, there are private gates, huge iron gates, and a gigantic, absolutely gigantic stone wall, uh, basically saying, keep out, you're not welcome. And to be honest, I don't blame them. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, what they've got in there is obviously very nice, and uh, they don't want to share it. So I think before we set out this morning, uh, we knew that we didn't have any access to Branston Hall, the hotel, uh, we, we tried to get in contact, but uh, no one replied to us. Fair enough, they don't have to. Um, and I was quite disappointed on getting here now that we have no access to uh, to Branston Old Hall. Um, we've not been able to, to find a water wheel. Um, and you get this feeling that perhaps we're not welcome. <laughs> we're strangers and we're, we're, we're not welcome. Although the dog walkers have been, have been very friendly. 
so far. A few mornings, a few hellos, uh, which I think if they were just walking down the street, if they didn't have the dog, uh, you, you wouldn't feel the necessity to say hello. But, you know, if you stick, and sometimes it happens with babies as well, you know, or toddlers, if you, uh, I get this, if, if I'm walking around without the kids, Obviously, I just look like a, you know, a thug. <laughs> if I've got the kids with me, uh, then, oh, hello, good morning, how do you? Uh, and it's the same with dogs, and it's the same with vicars and dog collars as well. I know, I know this to be true. Um, but I know all these, all these, uh, these dog walkers, uh, well, they're just out trying to find, well, dead bodies and things, aren't they? It's probably worth mentioning a few things about, about security. We've alluded to uh, uh, the, uh, well lucrative uh, style of house around here and most houses we're looking at don't have like uh, open gates they all have big iron gates uh, that are usually electronic I mean you're looking at them they're all electronic gates and things like that with uh, uh, with speakers on the outside of their houses for people to talk into uh, when they arrive um, and again you know this is this is Branston this is not this isn't Moss Side. <laughs> uh, it, it, sort of, it gives you, it does give you, it adds to that feeling uh, that, that we've got here. That it's very nice around here, uh, but do do keep out. <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the outskirts of Branston Hall and uh, the stone wall, which you can just barely peer over. Uh, there's a, a little small wooden wooden gate, uh, obviously maybe servants servants entrance or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> um, I think what will will stick with me <laughs> from this grid for a long time now is uh, our producer Johnny uh, staring, <laughs> trying to look through the keyhole <laughs> of Branston Hall. Uh, let me in. Let me in. So as we've said, um, Branston Hall takes up, or Branston Hall Hotel as it is now, I suppose, uh, takes up pretty much the majority uh, of, of our grid. And uh, just as we get round onto the, uh, the the main roadside, the, the, the road, uh, the B1188 that takes you back into Lincoln, um, there's a sign on the outside saying, uh, private property, no dog walking, grounds reserved uh, for hotel patrons only, and trespassers will be reported. And uh, we say that just as a yet another dog walker. There's an army of dog walkers here in Branston. As another dog walker passes us by, and well, she's just she's just had a quick look over the wall. I think she'd like to be walking a dog through there. And to be honest, I'd, I'd quite like to be walking through there. It seems I understand what they're saying, but it seems a touch selfish to have the grounds they've got here uh, and, and not keep them sort of open to the public, open to, to to walkers and that kind of thing. We're looking on our map to try and find a, a right of way or a, a public footpath to, uh, to, to to sort of try and take us through there uh, because I kind of get the feeling that I, 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 I have the right to walk through here, don't you? I feel a lot like how I imagine these Germans must have felt, you know, before the fall of the Berlin Wall. You know, we're looking at this big wall. There's a feeling that there's there's riches to be had the other side of it. But we're not allowed through it, so we're just left standing here, staring at a wall, and you know, waiting for David Hasselhoff to come and tear it down for us. <laughs> okay, David Hasselhoff. I've been looking for freedom. I've been looking so long. Johnny and I, we're, we're, we're being as cunning as foxes, and outside the Branston uh, Hall Hotel, there is uh, there's an advert for a bridal wear sale next week. Now, I don't think even. With our acting abilities, Johnny and I would be able to uh, present any interest uh, in, in weddings or even bridal wear. Um, however, uh, what we are doing is uh, we're walking now into the grounds uh, and it feels quite, quite daring and uh, quite exciting, if I'm honest, because we've, we've hatched a plan uh, that we want to, uh, we're going to walk to reception uh, and see if they have uh, 
maybe uh, a brochure or some room rates or or something like that and this might might well even double up to be the object uh, as we uh, as we display our exhibition at the collection in 2014 Uh, so, so there we go, we've done uh, a bit of a, well, I'd like to call it a smash and grab on, uh, on some leaflets here for the, uh, the Branston Hall Hotel and uh, their Christmas parties, uh, bed and breakfast rates and uh, very nice uh, looking place it is, really nice reception. People stood outside under a, a cover waiting for their, their lifts and taxis to turn up. Um, did you feel like you belong there, Johnny? Not. Well, I don't know. I mean, some of the people outside weren't that posh, were they? No, they weren't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- there you go. Um, I feel a bit happier that we've we've breached the wall, uh, although there's a security camera. I don't know if you turn around right now, Johnny. Mm-hmm. There's a security camera, uh, yeah, staring at us. Um, keep an eye out for uh, someone releasing the hounds <laughs> in Mr Burns style. So after all this excitement, I think it's uh, it's time that we step just outside of our grid uh, and go to the uh, the Branston Cafe uh, for some light refreshments. What do you think? That sounds like a great idea to me. Okay, so as we said uh, earlier on, uh, the, the the cafe, we really enjoyed the cafe. I enjoyed it uh, more than Johnny because Johnny paid. And uh, yeah, Branston, uh, overall, uh, there's a great, great feel about Branston. Both you and I were looking forward to to being there, not necessarily getting there because it meant we had to go up, um, it's not Cross a Cliff Hill, that one is it? Canic, Canic Hill. Hill, of course Canic Hill, uh, and then cycle uh, somewhat after that, <laughs> So, we're, but we made it there eventually, um, but did you enjoy being there? I kind of did, yeah, I mean as you know I, I didn't really enjoy Burton by Lincoln, but it felt a bit excluding, mm-hmm. um, this was also quite excluding because of all the big you know, tall walls around everything and signs saying keep out and whatever, but I think I think what helped was that we went in that cafe and it was very welcoming and there was yeah. a little library in the corner and it was all very community minded. There was a pub as well. So it didn't quite have that feeling of, you know, snobby standoffishness yeah, that, that Burton had, I feel. That's true. But also, do you remember opposite, uh, opposite near the brilliant play park they've got there as well in Branston, uh, there's a, a, a community board. Now, ever since we've been doing uh, the Lincoln A to Z programme, I'm, I'm, if ever I see a community notice board, I'm straight there to find out what's going on. And uh, you could hire out Branston uh, Community Hall, uh, but it's more expensive for non-residents. Now, this really sums up the way we felt about Branston is the fact that if you're not from around there, you, you're not from around there, are you? You know, <laughs> uh, and uh, it's, it's going to cost you a little bit more, old son. And uh, but but I just feel I do feel, and we have got another grid coming up, uh, which will be uh, more than likely 2014 now before we get back to uh, to Branston. Uh, and we've made some great contacts with the Branston History Society, uh, very very welcoming. We just couldn't get our diaries together uh, to meet up with them uh, on on this one. But there is definitely unfinished business in Branston, don't you think, Johnny? Absolutely. Although I think next time we go, I might take the bus because that that hill. Canic Hill was a little bit of a killer. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I most climbs. I think I've done all the climbs now out of Lincoln, haven't I? I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think. I think so. Oh no, didn't make Lindham Hill, so I've still got to conquer Lindham Hill, of course. Uh, but I, I, I made it to the top, but uh, I really wasn't very well. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z.
Uh, now, uh, our website, um, we perhaps don't mention it enough. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's a really, really fabulous. I remember uh, when uh, I, I came up with the ridiculous idea of Lincoln A to Z and, and, and Johnny made it uh, palatable uh, on a website and uh, with our help from uh, from Scott in his uh, photography studio, uh, lincolnatoz.co.uk. Um, you can have a look and look at the 52 randomly selected grids that we've got there. And uh, please get involved. Have a look. To, uh, let us know if there's uh, a street you commute down, if there's somewhere you see, somewhere you like, somewhere equally you don't like um, then please let us know get in contact it can be anonymous uh, and uh, we've had uh, some response to our ermine grid haven't we johnny we have yeah last week's show uh, l5 ermine west um somebody we, we made a comment on the page about the the area having a reputation and the fact that we we talked to uh, the local priest about its reputation and somebody's put uh, an anonymous comment saying what reputation the West was a lovely place to live. We lived on Queen Elizabeth Road in my teens in the late 60s, and I have only good memories of the area and the people who lived there. Now, I, I think maybe the clue is in, in the quote there. She lived there in the 60s, and mm-hmm. perhaps it was a, had, it didn't have a reputation then. It was a brand new area yeah. and was perhaps seen as a, an up-and-coming place. But uh, I, I, think, I think it's fair to say that there is a bit of a reputation, undeserved as we found. Yes. Uh, about the area, uh, yeah, there is, there is, and only because I mean, when we when we mentioned to people, and I mentioned actually in this very studio to someone that we were going to the ermine, and you you do get this response, oh, oh, good luck with that sort of thing, um, and and several people in, you know, in various work situations as well said said the same thing, you know, they they, they wouldn't have looked looked forward to it. However, I think um, yeah, certainly if you listen back to the audio of of our grid visit uh, and certainly our interview, it's it's, it's we certainly absolutely believe that it's, it's unfounded and uh, uh, and not there. Although, uh, you know, uh, speaking to the priest, he did say that there were pockets and uh, and areas. But as we discussed, you know, you get that on any grid. You get that on Booton Park Road, don't you? You do, yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, you, you can go back and listen to the uh, the podcast as well, where we, we address that whole uh, reputation issue. Superb. Uh, just want to mention as well, um, Phil Gresham, a, a friend of the show, who does the uh, It's About Lincoln uh, website. He's recently relaunched it, www.itsaboutlincoln.co.uk. Loads of stuff on there, loads of little stories. You might remember he, he told us that uh, story at uh, Burton by Lincoln, J3, right, yeah. Yeah. about the, the man uh, incorrectly hanged for a crime he didn't commit. And there's loads of that kind of stuff on there, lots of interesting little stories about Lincoln. So that is well worth checking out. That is itsaboutlincoln.co.uk. That's right. And uh, I, 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 this very week I dropped a, a Facebook link on that because uh, they've got some maps on there. You know how we love a map. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, some brilliant old maps of Lincoln, which I, was, I spent rather too much time looking at uh, over, the, <laughs> over the weekend. Uh, and also, um, the Bracebridge Heath Parish plan. Uh, early on in the series, uh, we went up to uh, Bracebridge Heath, had a whale of a time, and we met with the fantastic uh, John Kilcoin. Uh, and you can get them at uh, BBH Parish Plan, and uh, they're on Twitter. And uh, also, they're having uh, Bracebridge Heath artwork is going to be unveiled. The community of Bracebridge Heath is soon to have bright new artwork unveiled to the entrance of the village. Uh, Arts NK Photography Development Officer uh, Jane Harrison has been capturing some of the members of the Bracebridge Heath Garden Society. Now, when we met uh, with, with John, uh, he was meeting uh, to, to waffle into our microphones uh, along with us and, and walk around the grid. And then later on that day, they were going to go and uh, lay some flowers and dig up some curbs and, and dig up some curbs, dig up some plant beds. Uh, and make the village uh, look look really wonderful. And uh, they're going to create a photographic, and uh, I know you're ready for this one, Johnny, because I'm about to speak some French, uh, trompe l'oeil. <laughs> oh, l'oeil. That sounded almost that sounded correct. sounded yeah. Italian, well didn't it? Uh, and that's going to go on a derelict building belonging to the very supportive Agri Company. And uh, this press release I've got here goes on to say uh, how wonderful it is to have a private uh, sponsorship going along and getting involved in the community, and that's true. Uh, and please go back, li- uh, listen to our, our Bracebridge Heath podcast. Um, it, it, it was, re- you know, I think we both really, uh, really enjoyed that one. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM.
A Question of Lincoln. So the, uh, the chimes there of, of Lincoln Cathedral telling us one thing and, and one thing only. It's time for A Question of Lincoln. We're just in the background there. You can hear the Siren FM choir. Relatively new member to the uh, the Siren FM choir, uh, and that's Lita Rosen. You can just hear her just doing a oh, A sharp, brilliant. She presents the uh, the Bodation Banzo uh, here on Fridays at seven pm, and she's finding out more about the bands behind the music. So tune in Fridays, seven pm. Right, it's time for a question of Lincoln Johnny. Um, would you do the honour of going first and asking me a question about Lincoln? Okay, nice, uh, easy one for you this week. Actually, it's genuinely easy. I think you'll get this. It's, this is up your street, and I'm pretty sure you'll know the answer. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know why I'm even asking you, really. Um, <laughs> the band The Killers okay. are yeah. now sell-out uh, stadium rockers they around are, the world. Did over. you see his teeth? <laughs> his teeth should have a show by themselves. You see on Tea in the Park at the no, weekend? No, I didn't see that. Oh, they're bad. Alive. Um, well, no, not bad. Not like, oh, you know, not like mine. Ah, okay. No, no, no. He's had some work done there. Really? It's truth, yeah. Well, well, he is American. Now, back in 2003, they actually played a gig right here in Lincoln. Oh, they did, yeah. They did, and it was a tiny gig upstairs at the Duke of Wellington Pub. Oh, I thought pub. that was going to be the question, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. It was at the Duke of Wellington Pub on Broadgate, but they weren't even the headliners. They were oh. supporting another band. Oh, 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 oh. So the question is, which band were they supporting? Okay, can I have a, can I have a crack before you give me the options? Oh, go on then. It wasn't British Sea Power, was it? Oh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point even reading you. I was going to say Interpol or Editors, but yeah, no, no, you no, knew no. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I knew you'd know that. Uh, I, no. I don't even know why I asked that. <laughs> That was a wasted chance. Yeah, ask me a question about one of my favourite bands. Oh, I've never got, never got to see that gig. And I've, I've never seen the editors in Lincoln either, which is uh, right. it was a shame. Yeah, they're on the list. Hopefully, hopefully they'll tour around here very hmm. shortly. Okay, Johnny. Yeah. Bearing in mind we needed a bit of time, and I've just cut your question short. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Uh, <laughs> this question is going to tax what you know about your friend and colleague, Paul Tyler. Okay. Me. Lincoln City Council has recently introduced an annual charge of £25 to remove its residence garden waste in the green bins. Now, Johnny, I ask you, have I, Paul Tyler, (laughs) done the following? Have I, A, forgotten all about it, can't find the letter we got from them, and I'm slightly perplexed as to whether I'll have to wait until next year and pay for the green waste to be removed, or if it'll be okay if I just give them a quick call? Okay. Or have I, B, I've already paid, and to have it taken away, and I gladly do so. C. I said, no way, Governor, I ain't paying 25 quid. They should take it away. We pay council tax, don't we? Take, <laughs> take away the mayor's fancy car and chauffeur and make them drive around in old Nissan Bluebird. <laughs> Did I say A, B or C? Okay, well, I mean, I, I know how right-wing you are. You are you know, <laughs> notorious for that. Um, but I also know how massively disorganised you can be. Oh, yes, you've spent time with me. So I'm going to say A. You're right. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Lincoln, A to Z, W18.
Now, as Johnny and I were unable to get an interview uh, for our Grid W18 in Branston, uh, I did something I never normally do in our research, and that's go to page two of the Google search I did on Branston. And it's very worthwhile click of that mouse. It was because via the ArtsNK website, we found a joint project between them and Siren FM. Now, Branston is part of the Steeples and Spires route from, uh, from Lincoln to Sleaford, and we'll link to that page from our website. And I would urge you to take a look at the full site, spiresandsteeples.com. However... I saw that page, and on that page it said, listen here. So I did. And as well as some binaural sound works by the artist Dallas Simpson, there are also some recordings of the residents of Washingborough, Branston, Potter Hamworth, Nocton, Dunstan and Metheringham. And the residents recall their tales of school days, village characters, local history, and what life was like in rural Lincolnshire. Now we've very, very kindly been granted permission to play out some of the parts from Branston. Years ago, it was very um, much a little village. And it's spread out now. I lived up at the Mere. My dad was foreman at yeah. the Deans. And uh, we used to be brought to school in a horse and cart. In those days, everybody kept a pig. And um, probably there'd be someone in the village who'd um, bought a pig. And they'd be in a bag inside the cart. Well, it was really frightening. <laughs> you know, the, the pig would be squealing and we should be frightened. But we had this pig to deliver to someone's house on the way to school. Oh, we had a lot of shops in the village. Oh, we did. I wrote them down, actually. Yeah, Stars at Jessup's. Right, that was a yeah. sweet... And yeah. Then yeah. there was Mrs. Howarth that yes. used to do cakes and bread. bubble gum. Yeah. That's the first taste of bubble gum. <laughs> what is that, then? And there was the butcher. Then there's Claricote. Yeah. Linton's the butcher. Young's the grocer. Co-op grocer. Upper White's post office. Martin... Sweets and general shop. Tom Speed's sweets. Pop. I had my first taste of pop from there. Paces, where Sheila's came later on. And Westwoods, but there were Redfords. You used to work in the telescope, didn't you? I did, in the war. Very untidy, wasn't it? It was very untidy. You've got extra stuff all down, and if you want to, you can come it out, it's all up all over the floor. How that didn't get on fire, Gerald, I don't know, because we only had oil lamps. And of course it's black house as well, you had probably great pictures. Well, no, there were candles, I mean, they were nice. Candles? We went to bed with a candle. Of course we yeah, did, yeah. 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 I mean, Branston really wasn't a very big village, you know, at time, was it? No, well, no. It was only sort of just circle. That made the village and the village green. That was the shops. And just, and all these shops Joyce is speaking about. Yeah, they've all gone. When I was a little girl, the um, Buffy, there was a lady lived in there well, that this lady, she was old, she was very old, and she lived in there, and she was blind. Oh. And uh, I can remember that ever so well. But I always think she was a witch. Did you really? And when we used to go on from school, I used to run past that little bit because I thought, oh, <laughs> she's a witch. Uh, <laughs> we used to be hungry when we was going home from school, and we used to get a swede or a turnip uh, out of the floor right. and peel it down a bit yeah. and eat that. Oh, you did. Yeah. Do you remember Jim Finch and Fisher? I, no, do. I used to run the errand boy. Oh, and he used to say to me, Now, when you've done that errand boy, I'll give you supper. That was seven o'clock, half past seven. Now, have another errand, when you've done that, I'll give you supper. <laughs> and this went to eleven o'clock. And I could have at the table. When it come, it was gone. Well, yeah. it was another <laughs> thing I can remember about the, the family when. Uh, um, I don't know whether it did when your mother was a baby, but one of them, my mother had took them for a walk up in the pram up Heath Road. 
and she was coming back down the church hill and the Melvilles were coming to church mm. and the boys had to bow to them and the girls had to curtsy. Mm. Well apparently whatever this who this baby was in the pram had turned white and my mother was frightened, thought she was really ill. And she was going down the hill and she forgot to curtsy. And she thought they would be turned out of the house. Because <laughs> yeah. she was that's how it was, you know, with the gentry that lived oh, yeah. in the hall in those days. Yeah. So there we go. Maybe uh, in uh, in quite a few years' time, Lincoln A to Z will be uh, will be pulled out and, uh, and repeated and played on someone else's uh, community radio program. But uh, do you know what? I don't think it'd be half as entertaining as what we've just listened to. Uh, that, that's wonderful. Village characters there from uh, from Branston uh, via the uh, Spires and Spires and Steeples dot com website. Uh, brought to you from Arts NK, uh, and of course we'll be linking uh, to that from our Branston W eighteen grid page. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot uk. Time now for some thoughts on our W18 grid from the poet Trevor Davis. W18, Branston Old Hall. I have to be honest with you, I know absolutely nothing about Branston Old Hall. Nout, niet, dim beater gubble. That last bit was in Welsh, in case you're wondering. I wouldn't want you to think that Welsh was ever natively spoken in the area, because I'm not sure it ever was. However, I am Welsh and there has clearly been some population movement from the west of the British Isles into the general Lincoln area at some point in history. When might ask what therefore qualifies me to write a piece for Lincoln A to Z on the subject? Well, here's the rub. They didn't say I ever had to have been there, though something in the deepest recesses of my memory banks tells me I might have been there for a wedding once, but how do you expect me to remember the details? It was a wedding, for goodness sake. They all pretty much fade into one, and it has been some considerable time since I actually went to one. Apart from my own wedding, the one I do specifically remember was that of Ian and Michelle Reed. The do was somewhere between Lincoln and Scunthorpe. We got there on a coach. The reason I specifically remember it was because our table was supposed to have eight people, but only four made it to the breakfast. One couple had to leave with their little boy because she went into labour in the church, and another person had to bow out because she had the flu. So there we were on a table for eight, but with only four present. We all had two bread rolls, two starters, two glasses of champagne, two puddings, and best of all, knowing their friends well, the bride and groom had very generously laid on six bottles of wine for the table. It was made even better by the fact that one of the people on our table was driving. What a night! I'm surprised I remember it at all. Anyway, that wasn't Branston Old Hall. A cursory glance using Google tells me Branston Old Hall was built in 1735 by Lord Vere Bertie. Sounds like a character from a Jeeves novel, doesn't he? After the Enclosure Act of 1765, he was the largest landowner in the area. His land stretched as far as the river with them. That's all you're getting, because frankly I'm not interested in doing any more research on this subject. Google it if you want. It's easy enough. Arrivederci. Lots of Italians around here, innit? And if you'd like to discover more of Treff's work, then go to philosopherontap.com. And you can also buy Treff's first book, The Abandoned Sandy Shoe, from the same place. And I would recommend you do. I got a signed copy. I'm a very, very lucky boy. Lincoln, A to Z. Okay, now, end of series. It's the end of series uh, party tonight. Uh, Johnny and I will be going and, uh, and pulling uh, some crackers uh, over uh, at the pub. And um, 
It's time to review and, and reflect now upon the series we've done. We're 14 programmes in now, uh, which uh, is, is in itself is, I, I think it's quite an achievement. I'm going to go and slap myself on the back a little while here. Um, and we, we, as is now tradition, we're going to pick our favourite grid uh, of of the series. Now, this is a, is a bit of a challenge. Now, Johnny, uh, could you uh, just re- recap, remind us where we've been uh, over the last few weeks? Okay, well, um, I don't know if this is quite in order, but we started out, I think, at uh, Monks Road, Q10, right. which yeah, seems a right. very a long time ago yeah, it now, does, yeah. it? Uh, There's also P17, Bracebridge Heath, BB2, Beaumont Fee, that's the area around the police station. We've also got uh, Burton by Lincoln, where we felt slightly unwelcome. Canic Sewage Works, where we got to look around uh, the sewage works, the courtesy of Anglian Water. Uh, there's also P2 Rise Home, which uh, well, that, was was a challenge. A, that was a tough one. Yeah, was That was uh, all lake and no substance, that one. <laughs> and of course, last week, uh, we had uh, L5, Ermine West. And of course, tonight, uh, we've got Branston Old Hall. Yeah. So uh, what do you reckon? What, what's your favourite out of those? Well, it's really tough because uh, Monk's Road was, uh, again, one of these battles where we went somewhere and said, right, this place has got a reputation, and uh, we, we, we kind of, uh, we, we did dig underneath it. I really enjoyed going around the sewage works. It was a real eye-opener, absolutely uh, delighted in it. Uh, meeting John Kilcoin up at uh, Bracebridge was an absolute delight. Someone so enthusiastic and so excited about their village um, and the amount of work that he puts in uh, was, was, was just fantastic. Um, but I'm probably going to say Beaumont Fee, um, alarmingly, you know, because all those other three really, really should have been uh, my number one, you know, maybe a, a joint number one. But Beaumont Fee, for the thing about the discovery, the idea of the very foundation that Lincoln A to Z was born on, and that's discovering new places uh, that, that I didn't have passed there so many times. And Motherby Hill, was it? Motherby Lane? That's right, Motherby Hill. Hill, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's my uh, discovery of the uh, of, certainly of Series 2. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful place. You, you walk to the top of it, you can see right over Lincoln, right out into Lincolnshire. Uh, and we also met Peter Kerr, the author Peter Kerr, and, and took a walk around the area with him. Uh, and that was an absolute joy as well. Really, really lovely gentleman, a great author, and, uh, and a fab- fantabulous uh, fantabulous, crikey, get me end of series isn't it uh, it's about that time i must now hand over to johnny hall what was your what was your favorite johnny well i mean i, I was thinking about beaumont fee as well really uh, I, I really love the fact we found that tiny little door on motherby lane oh, that, yeah. that kind of thing and it was such a dense um grid you know there was so much in it but i think i think i'm going to go for monks road because okay. i mean you know me I, i'm most comfortable in the city and the urban areas this is true so it was always going to be it was never going to be burton by lincoln let's be honest and <laughs> uh, i think the arboretum is just beautiful we we were there early on a, i think it was a saturday morning yeah and uh, I, I got there first because i'm punctual <laughs> and um i, I had a, a bit of a wander around there on my own in in the sunshine with a, the birds tweeting and people walking their dogs and it was really nice so yeah i think i'm going to go for monks road okay Great. Uh, but by all means, go through. Uh, when 14 we're into now. 14 out of 52. Well, that ain't bad. And uh, go through. Have a, have a check out of all their uh, those sites uh, on our website, lincolnatorz.co.uk. Uh, we're going to be back in September. Uh, we need to go on jet off uh, now to our private island, take a break from all uh, all this hard work we've put in. Uh, one of the team uh, will be <laughs> working harder than the other because he's going to have a baby. Uh, the other is just going to uh, sit around and do uh, very little. Um, and thanks very much. Thanks for uh, all, all your support. Paul, thanks for uh, contributing via Facebook, via Twitter, uh, and on the website. Please continue to do so, and uh, also support Siren FM. It's a great community station, uh, and it supports, uh, well, people like us, let's face it. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. 